0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and a extremely mega, super special guest all the way in from California. He is one of my new friends. He is the Chief Innovation Officer at Trust Engine. He is a co-founder of one of the top, if not the top mortgage product for top producing loan officers. That product is Mortgage Coach, and he's also here to talk to us about his newest passion project, First Home IQ. He is the one, the only, Dave Savage. Dave, welcome to T-Lot, bro. Dude, that introduction, your energy, just like, let's go. You gotta bring it. it's good to be here. You gotta bring it. No, thank you so much for coming in. This is is the universe speaking out loud. You and I recently connected Mm -hmm. as I raised both hands, both feet, Found out about First Home IQ, and I'm like, yes, how do I participate? And then I recently looked up who all was going to be at the Florida Association of Mortgage Professionals Annual Conference. I'm like, wait a minute. Dave's flying in from Cali? So ran into you last night, convinced you to drive with me a half an hour from the hotel, let you work out of the office, and then we're going to podcast? Then I'm going to get you back to the conference so then you can fly home to Cali. But in the meantime, man, I had you for the next 30, 40 minutes, and I can't wait to pick your brain. I can't wait to
1: do it. Super pumped that we connected, and you didn't have to I, you didn't have to convince me to come when I heard about the opportunity. I'm like, I
0: absolutely want to do that. Let's yeah, go. no, it, it's awesome. So for those that don't know who Dave Savage is, you must be new to the podcast. So for that reason, I say thank you. If you have been a tea Lopper for the past three years, you have heard me talk about Mortgage Coach and Dave Savage throughout episodes starting in 2020 all the way through 2023 because something that we teach to the mortgage community is setting themselves apart. And here's something you might not know about Dave and about Mortgage Coach is, Dave, you started in this industry as what? A loan officer. As a loan officer. Yeah, back in the 80s. Back in the 80s. 86. I would have guessed 90s. Yeah. I would have guessed 90s. Okay. 86. 86. So that was like before Pearl Jam, before you two. Yeah, no, I think Pearl Jam was, when did Pearl Jam hit? No, I think it was it was probably U2 and NXS you were rocking out oh, 2 in 86. All the time. Pearl yeah. Jam by the time we got to like 91, 92. Yeah, there you go. Okay. But you were 88 in the 80s loan yeah, officer. Yeah, yeah. And you co-founded Mortgage Coach. I did. In what year? Uh, 96, fall of 96. What was your inspiration behind the idea of Mortgage Coach?
1: So I, you know, my breakthrough when I went from being, you know, let's just say top producer that had a good month, bad month, uh, came when I, I just really discovered a term I called wow selling. I actually someday might write a book called wow selling. And that selling, whether you're trying to get a realtor or you're trying to help get a consumer, if you can wow people at scale, like within five minutes of them meeting you and then continue to wow them, we're like, wow. No one ever told me this before. Wow, no one ever showed me this before. Like, if I could do that at scale, I would win. And and I had developed this total cost analysis where I'd ask a consumer, you know, how long do you plan to live in the home? You know, how old do you want to be when you're debt-free? And, I, you know, I mean, I it wasn't a long conversation, but it was, you know, a couple minutes of strategic questions. And then I would show them an uncommon level of transparency. Hey, here's some options. Look at the cost over time. And literally, I was trying to get people to say, wow.
0: i of curiosity, Were you using your HP 12C to run yeah, that map? Yeah, so people have seen
1: it. So I had an HP 12C. I had a yellow sheet of paper. I was, at the time I founded Mortgage Coach, I had created an Excel spreadsheet. And then I actually went to Greg Lexer, my co-founder, and said, hey, man, you know, I want it, – it, originally, it was to make it easier for me because I was scaling now. I became one of America's top 50 loan officers. And we had this savage team. And so I wanted to be able to hire waiters and waitresses that could come in and just adopt my process. And then I was building a mortgage company. At one time, I had about 100 loan officers. And I wanted this Wow Tool. By the way, before we named it Mortgage Co- Coach, the name of the company is Wow Tools, Inc. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so the name of the company was Wow Tools, Inc. And um, and it was it was all about you know being able to hire people that had good people skills enable them to wow
0: a consumer as a loan officer at the point of sale. And that was the founder's story. So I was today years old when I learned that you were not just a top producer, one of the top producers, right? Like today we talk about the four CAs and the Shaylas and the Shants. Back then they were talking about the Savages. It was myself,
1: Barry Habib, Tim Brahim, uh, was Todd Jim, still uh, doing well, loans to, back then? To, no, Todd had started Sales Mastery. Okay. And he, he put us all on stages. Okay, so that's how I sold the first hundred mortgage coaches. Is I was a speaker at Sales Mastery, telling my story, and uh, Todd let me, you know, sell Mortgage Coach. And I said, "Hey, I'm going to be back at the back of the room. anybody who wants to buy it, and I think 119 people followed me to the back and bought Mortgage Coach for." Nine hundred
0: ninety-five dollars. Holy! Cow. So that was a good day. That was, that a, was day. a great day. Yeah. Out of curiosity, going back to to then, what was your market like? Were you in Northern Cali, Southern Cali, I Seattle? Was in, I
1: was in SoCal, okay, um, Newport Beach when I founded Mortgage
0: Coast. Okay, so you were Orange sling- County. Yeah, slinging loans in Orange County. Correct. Okay, because you and I were talking in the car right over here. You've Lived kind of throughout, right? You lived yeah, in Northern lived in Cali, a little bit in Denver, a little bit in, in SoCal. Born in Denver, yeah. But you were, you were slinging loans in SoCal and then you built a team. Correct. A, a, your own company. Yeah, I built a team and then I built a company. Wow. Did you end up selling the company or?
1: Uh, so I did end up selling the company in t- June of 2000. Um, was not a big cash out event. We had just gone through kind of a little mini meltdown mm-hmm. and did not do well. And it was more of an earn out. But I had decided that. You know, during that point of my career, I was much more in love with Mortgage Coach and innovating with technology than I was about, you know, what I was doing in the loan business. And, yeah, I sold it. It was called Mortgage Link. And Patrick Farron uh, did a, an earnout and bought that company. Very cool. And
0: then you went all in on Mortgage Coach. Mm-hmm. And then until recently, now Mortgage Coach is a product owned by Trust Engine. Mm-hmm. Dude, congratulations because yeah. that's another kind of career milestone achievement yeah there's no doubt that was a that was a big one we I
1: sold the majority interest of mortgage coach along with my co-founder Greg Wexler to um, LLR Partners which is a five billion dollar private equity fund and part of the strategy was to bring mortgage coach and sales boomerang together under one
0: umbrella and we came up with the name trust engine yeah shout out to Alex over at sales boomerang if you're tuned in on YouTube which you may or may not know this, a third of our audience, they are YouTube people. They love to watch us. But the other two thirds, no, they're on Spotify and Apple. I try to convince them, hey, y'all, do us a favor. Hop on YouTube. At a minimum, subscribe. I'm trying to catch up to the Mortgage Coach YouTube channel, which, by the way, if you have not checked out the Mortgage Coach YouTube channel, you should, especially if you're looking for great interviews with top producers who share their secrets and their scripts. It is on the Mortgage Coach YouTube channel. But yes, as friends we're also competitors i want to i want to have as many subscribers so if you're listening on apple and spotify we say thank you but yeah slide over to youtube go ahead and give us a like but if you're watching us on youtube what you'll see is our centerpiece is one of my favorite taglines hashtag no borrower left behind Boom. yep it's my second favorite love that one that's my second favorite my first favorite is financial friends with benefits oh yeah that's i, I'm, I stole that do you have a shirt I have a shirt. I rock it in the gym at least once a week. But my partner, John Coleman, who people know on the show is JC. He and I have stolen that. And uh, I reached out to Alex. He didn't respond. I take that as as he's cool with it. But, yeah, we like for people to think of our podcast as everything that I should have learned in school but didn't. We want them to think of our podcast as, oh, those guys, they're my financial friends with benefits. I love that. Right? Like, yes, we lean into mortgage and real estate, but this podcast, no man, this is Joe Rogan and Dave Ramsey had a baby, and it just happened to produce the loan officer podcast. So we don't just speak to loan officers, we don't just speak to to real estate purchase and acquisition. It's like, nah, everything we should have learned in high school. So your story love is that. amazing. And we could probably do a whole entire series of just learn from Dave. Because you're an entrepreneur, you're an investor, you're a top-producing mortgage professional, you're an owner of a mortgage company. Like you've gone through multiple well, exits. I did own a mortgage
1: company. You, yes, I, yeah, you but, did. Yeah.
0: You did. But like that's that's a really cool stripe to have on your sleeve to say, yeah, I've been there, I've done that. You empathize with your clients. Your clients no are loan officers, right. and you're like, bro, I know what it's like. I absolutely know what it's
1: like, and I I still to this day interview multiple loan officers every week uh put that into the mortgage coach youtube channel i've i've always felt like one you know my my mission while i am a for-profit sas entrepreneur software as a service for anyone who doesn't know what sas is um you know i want to change how people get into debt in america i do believe that most consumers that when they get into debt whether that's buying a car whether that's credit card debt whether that's buying the biggest investment of all their home it's, it's a little broken. It's incomplete. You know, they're buying it based off of my monthly payment. Can I afford that monthly payment? Um, for mortgages, they're looking at the interest rate. For auto loans, they look at the interest rate. But for most debt, they don't even look at the interest rate. They're like, do I have the monthly payment? And I have this thesis that every time someone gets into debt, uh, you always need to look at, like, how is that going to impact your financial freedom someday? You know, at the end of the day, good, smart debt can help you achieve financial freedom faster, but the industry doesn't that's not the standard. So one of my goals is to really put
0: a dent in that. And that's what you're doing with home first IQ? Is that yep. is, is that the Well that's a part of it. Okay. That's a part of it. Um and and the other part would be Well, well the the for profit
1: day yeah. job is trust engine and the way that you know we turn loan officers into mortgage coaches, they are at scale, helping consumers make better decisions. So that's part of it. And then, and then um, another thing that I felt in order to make this transformation in America, we need to get to kids younger. Yes. We need to get to them in high school. We need to get to them in college. And so, first home IQ is um, really dedicated and focused on younger than 25, uh, education and inspiration around home ownership. Uh, let's face it, the trend is people are buying a home older in age and they're taking longer to do it. And that's probably not the right trend. You know, the trend is buy it as soon as you can. Now it's not right for everyone right now. So we're building an educational platform that just helps people figure out what's right for them. You mentioned, and, and thank you for being a founder friend.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, well, so two things I want to cover cause you've piqued my interest. You have what I call access, right? Like I've learned over the past three years of doing this show and amassing our, our following and our million plus downloads a year, that if I looked at mortgage loan originators in general, most of them lack access, access to scripts, access to training videos, access to sales tools, marketing ideas, or sometimes just access to other professionals who have the ability to teach them what is working. Right, so like we went out and my partner, John Coleman, built out TLOPonline.com, which is essentially branch manager in a box. It's a way for us to go to the mortgage community, typically those that are zero to five years into their career or those that are still struggling to get to the four to five units of consistent self-sourced production. And we said, we recognize that you guys are lacking access. Let us provide you that access at one of the least expensive cost that anyone could ever have to invest in their career. So we built TLOPonline.com. T-L-O-P because that stands for The Loan Officer Podcast. TLOPonline.com allows people to become a premium or premium plus member and gain all this access and coaching and marketing ideas and CE and our friend Ken Perry's involved. So we even give away a complimentary membership to Coop Plus if you are a premium plus member, but you have access to the Shants and the Shayla's and the Jeremy's and the, and the Denise's, by the way, I'm naming four mega producers who also, by the way, use total cost analysis to run their business. Um, what advice could you give to the loan officers who are tuning in? Just based on that access, based on those interviews, what are you hearing about today's market, about the future of the industry, what are the couple nuggets that you could drop that you, to speak into loan officers? Put back on your branch manager hat. Mm-hmm. What are you telling L.O.s today in this market in order to be successful?
1: Well, I mean, I think first and foremost believe that something amazing is going to happen in the future. You know, there's got to be some hope because uh, it is it is pretty brutal in the market right now. Uh, although there are people, and all the names that you just gave me are making a lot of money right now in this market. No, they're not breaking their personal career records, but they're, they're making a very good living and killing it right now in one of the most difficult markets in the world. But, but I, I really believe this decade is gonna be amazing. I mean, we've never had better technology to automate a mortgage experience. We've never had better content and better strategy to deliver best practices uh, between your podcast, my podcast, and other great mm-hmm. content sources. There's, there's never been more access to information. What you've done with TLOP, I mean, you showed me the demo and how you're doing it. I mean, loan officers have never had more access to how to do this business and how to do it in a winning way. Now, with that said, there, there's, there's also some real challenge in the market. You know, interest rates have um, gone down to the bottom. You know, they're never going to go to 2%. They're never going to go to 3%. And, and that is going to create a dynamic in the industry that is going to it's it's going to require loan officers and realtors to deliver a better educational advice-based experience to a consumer. And and so what am I hearing from the top best of the best? First of all, they're confident in their capabilities because they're delivering advice. I mean, that's who I interview. I don't interview top producers that don't use mortgage coach. Like our community is a lot of, you know, Apex advisors that use our platform. Um, so, and, and I believe there's an advice revolution happening in the mortgage space, and so you know they're delivering advice, not price. So that's one important um, caveat. I don't remember if you mentioned it in this call, but you've talked, you and I talked about it earlier, Sean Benoziro, who's the number one loan officer mm-hmm. in America. When I interviewed him in um, May, and I would urge anyone watching this, check out that interview of Sean. Uh, he 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 said it's May. And I've had more face-to-face meetings with realtors this year than I've ever had in an entire year in my career. So here's the number yeah. one loan officer in America. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's, let's really hyper-focus on this in case someone was driving and maybe their brain was, was scattered a little bit. Like, no, pull over right now and listen to this because this is real world what's happening with the number one loan officer in the country. And what was that again, Dave? Something about realtor meetings the last five months? Say that yeah, again. Yeah, so
1: in May, he had already met with more realtors face-to-face than any full year in his career. So he's he's meeting with a lot of realtors. Uh, and you know what he's doing? He's providing value. He's addressing their needs. Uh, he, he actually texted me, yeah, yesterday. I flew in yesterday. He texted me on the way to the airport, and he's like, hey, Dave, um, what are some of the best interviews lately around – um, loan officers who are helping realtors get listings. So he's in tune with the biggest challenges that realtors are having. He's having lunch and learns. And what's he talking about? He's talking about how he can uniquely solve their problems. Uh, he had recommended a book in that interview called The Gap and the Cane. Have you read that book?
0: I have not read that book, but I'll definitely write it down. <laughs> write it down.
1: Check it out, everybody. Uh, it's a mindset book. So it's Dan Sullivan. Uh, Of strategic coach, Um, great book, but he was all about mindset. He's like, this is a mindset market. So he is helping realtors up-level their mindset, and he's helping realtors with real-world strategies to help them get
0: listings and to help them sell homes. You mentioned earlier, wow, right? When you were a loan officer, you wanted to deliver wow. And now you look at the people you feature on your YouTube channel are those people who are delivering wow. If I was maybe younger in my career, and I was just getting started, just launching, whether it's my own brokerage or I was just starting as a hundred percent commission salesperson, what what's some of the go to wow? Like, how do I learn how to do wow? Well?
1: Yeah, no, I've got two. I've got a, um, a new loan officer playbook on my um, LinkedIn profile. So if you go to me on LinkedIn, you'll find it. If anyone wants more information, um, Savage Insights is my website. And there's a number of ways in which you can communicate with me and get access to this, but here's what I tell new loan officers: so first of all, you want to be like so valuable that your advice makes a difference. How do you get to be someone whose advice makes a difference? You got to do the reps. So um, first of all, have a mortgage coach, and call all your renter friends. And here's the script with all your renter friends: Hey, I'm new in the mortgage business, or I've been doing it for a year, or let's say you've been doing it for 10 years. Hey. It's a first-time home buyer market, and I need your help. Remember, you're calling your renter friends and go, can I practice a rent-versus-own analysis on you? So that you're practicing having more than a pre conversation. You're practicing having a conversation on is renting the right thing for you? Is buying the right thing for you? And when is the right time? If now's not the right time, let's, let's schedule it. So you're having the rent-versus-own conversation with all your renters. And here's the, what I would tell you. Once you've done that 20 times, you are better, you are more confident, and you know how to have that conversation. I flip it to all of your homeowner friends. You know, the script is, hey, I need your help. It's a tight market up there, no one's selling homes, you know, paint the picture of the market. Will you help? Will you let me practice my move up analysis conversation with you? You do that 20 times. One, you're gonna get some deals. And two, your advice will matter. You'll get good at having those conversations.
0: I love those. The two that I would add a mortgage review. Yeah. Right? You can call your friends and be open and transparent and honest. Right? Use your branch manager. Hey, my branch manager is having a challenge right now for all of us on the sales team to see who can do the most mortgage reviews. Would you mind giving me 15 minutes so I can help win this competition? Right. You don't have to have a competition, Boom. you have Love a competition, that. you with your manager. And then by the way, the next day you go to your managers, Hey, by the way, I've been telling all my friends and family that I'm in a competition. So just FYI, in case someone fact checks me, I need you to be on the same page. Another thing that I, I, I would tell them is we as loan officers should be calling on financial advisors yeah, at absolutely. some point. It's, it's not our 1A or our 1B. I think the 1A is realtors. I think the 1B is realtors and then the 1C would be a builder on top of our past clients, our circle of influence, but financial advisors should be in there. If you want to learn about personal finance, meet with three financial advisors, use yourself as the guinea pig, see what type of advice they're giving you. And then you need to be able to absorb it, swipe it, adapt it, maybe even parrot it. And then yes, you need at bats. That's everything in life. Could you imagine like, you're talking about your son last night training for an Ironman. Could you imagine if he just showed up in Australia trying to compete in a 12 hour race? Not going to work. No, he needs that bats right? Need he train. needs to train. Like, why do we think that we as sales professionals and business owners don't also need to train? So I love it. I absolutely love that advice for those that are just getting started. Pick today as the day that you make a change and then start practicing and then take yourself a little bit more serious. Be inquisitive and then don't settle for as good as you were yesterday. Try to get 1% better. No, no doubt.
1: I would throw on a little resource when it comes to getting business from financial advisors. You can Google art of referral by Dave Savage. And um, that was that was how I got on stage at Sales Mastery was I had a unique one. I got most of my business from CPAs and financial planners. So that was my niche. Everyone else focused on, you know, realtors and builders. I had some realtors and builders, but I had a lot of CPAs. I mean, I had 700 CPAs and financial planners Wow! that referred me
0: business. You're and I, that guy. And I built, You're that guy we all talk about. Yeah, yeah. So, yes.
1: so, but I, I wrote a, I actually, when I launched Mortgage Coach, I'd say the first 500 licenses of Mortgage Coach, people would read The Art of Referral. It's been read thousands of times, tens of thousands of times. Uh, and then they would call my wife and say, hey, is this that thing that Dave Savage and Barry Habib use? And she'd go, yep, they Send it out to me. So check out Art of Referral by Dave Savage. Is that a white paper or a book? It's it's like a PDF okay. book. Like it's it's like thirty pages, but you can download it for free. It's, it's on my LinkedIn profile, and if you Google it, there's a number of
0: downloads. What books would you recommend to someone who is trying to become more like like your passions? Financial fitness, mine's financial fitness, right? We're going to start talking more in depth about first home IQ and how the audience can participate, get involved, support. Uh, but for those that are trying to become more financially responsible, trying to make better fiscal decisions. Cause they do want to one day not be able to not have to work and be able to live off of what they're able to, to save because they saved and invested. Do you have re, like your go-to resources that helped you out along the way? So on that um, playbook, I believe I've got about
1: 10 books and I also have a number of interviews that I've done that I would recommend for new loan officers. But the the very first book I recommend to anyone new in sales, and if you haven't read the book, I recommend to everyone is um, the Four Agreements. So don't know if you've read that book. It's it's an incredible emotional IQ book. Okay. I'm not going to get into
0: that. Well, um, you know the the last guest, who is on right before you, credit Christie. Christie Service, my girl. Uh-huh. Um, mega producer, awesome, just awesome human. Anyhow, we talked about EQ. We talked about emotional, yeah, uh, Yeah. intelligence. So how cool is it? Okay, so so this this is And this would be
1: Jeremy Forcier's number one book. This would be Tim Brahim's number one book. No way,
0: say it again then. The Four Agreements. The Four Agreements. Yeah,
1: Jeremy and I read that book every year. I've done it for over a decade. So, So Emotional IQ, in terms of sales strategy, I've read hundreds of books um the um challenger sale is my number 1 sales strategy
0: book so the challenger sale the
1: challenger sale so okay. what i love about this book is it's like a good to great where it's based off of data it's not someone's subjective opinion they took um thousands of the best sales people in the country uh you know they had adp who are all your best sales people top 10% let's put them in a database microsoft who are all your top salespeople. Top ten percent, and then they profiled of all these big companies the best salespeople in the world, and they they profiled the top ten percent, and they came up with a framework, and they also profiled the best the best of the best are called the challenger sales rep, another profile within the top ten percent is called the lone wolf, we've all known in the mortgage business lone wolf, another profile was the relationship rep, someone that wins relationship, the problem solver, and the hard worker. Now, those are the five profiles. So let me ask you this question. The challenger sales rep is number one, came in first place. Who came in second place?
0: Relationship. Nope.
1: The lone wolf. The
0: lone wolf Wolf
1: came in second place. Wow. So guess who came in last place?
0: The relationship person. The relationship person. Wow.
1: Yeah. So, so when I first got to the first 23 pages, I'm like, what? Like this yeah. defeats everything I ever thought of. But once you get about 50 pages into it, the the framework for a challenger sales rep is tailor. They ask great questions so they can tailor. They teach and they lead, they control. And it's all wrapped in what they call constructive tension. And when you really, like the, the challenger sales rep has great relationships. They're tailoring, teaching, leading and controlling. And they know how to step into constructive tension constructively. Whereas the relationship rep says yes when they should be saying no. They're not as
0: effective at leadership. They're not tailoring and teaching. They're just building relationships. They're not taking control of the situation, at which point they're probably not asking for the business. So think
1: about almost every top 10 percenter, they tailor, teach, control,
0: and they handle constructive tension constructively. Wow. How many of you right now are tuning in and you're listening and you're liked by everybody? You go on those sales calls and they went great. But maybe they went great because you're the relationship person, but you haven't figured out how to be the challenger, let alone the the lone wolf. Um, and I guess it would be lone wolf, let alone well, the challenger. Lo- the lone but- wolf has, you know, their own way of winning it's
1: not scalable, it's not duplicatable, probably not the best team player. But it works. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and 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 I'd say like all five profile profiles have a little bit of everything. Okay. I mean, let's face it, you gotta have a little bit of a hard worker. Mm-hmm. You gotta you you do need to be a relationship rep, but but the challenger rep, there is nuance and that is the fastest path to conversion, that is the fastest path to creating relationships. So love that book. Highly recommend it.
0: Anything as it pertains to personal finance. Have you read any like 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 Barry Habib convinced me to to read *Richest Man in Babylon*. Yeah, I
1: mean, *Richest Man in Babylon* is you know the power of compound interest is you know *Richest Man in Babylon*. Um, You know, I I think Dave most all of Dave Ramsey's books are great. I love Rick Edelman's book. Um, He's got one. What's the one? *Big Money*. Rick Edelman. Uh, By the way, I've interviewed both Dave Ramsey and Rick Edelman, and.
0: and it, how did you get Ramsey? What, were you at a conference or?
1: Yeah, so um, Churchill. is yeah. a big client yeah. of ours. Okay, and, and he's tied to Churchill. Childhood yep.
0: friends, and
1: and I've I've had the pleasure of having dinner with David a few times. I think I got the interview because Mike Hardwick said, Hey, will you do the interview with my buddy? And and he knows like all the Churchill
0: loan officers use Mortgage Coach, so I got it through Churchill very cool. Yeah, yeah, that that's a guy that I look up to in terms of what he's built. Oh. Uh, the community, uh, the way he has impacted people for for, oh. for their betterment. It's um, yeah. it's the, like the, him the impacts
1: he's made and you know whether you agree with every philosophy he has or not, the impact he's made in uh, financial literacy in America yep. is just undeniable.
0: Him Clark Howard's another one. You know, when yeah. I was like 23 years old, I was living in Atlanta, Georgia. And I think email just came out and I remember emailing Clark Howard's team trying to get like an internship or like, I'll work for free. I just love what you guys do. I want to be around it. Now, obviously the, the 44, almost 45 year old version of me would have said, dude, if you wanted that, you should have shown up on their doorstep wearing your best suit um, and not left their lobby until someone spoke with you. But I at least fired off an email. But yeah, when, when I look at what we're trying to do here with the podcast, I'm trying to think outside of not just LOs, but the clients they serve Yeah. because what you and I both agree on is a loan officer for most of the American populace, that's the closest thing to a financial coach or advisor that they're going to be able to touch, sniff, taste, or be a part of. And then if we are a loan officer, that's a heavy weight that you wear. Mm-hmm. And then are you doing justice to your profession based on the experience you give? Are you giving? Wow. Are you using mortgage coach? Are you subscribing to um, services that let you track the, the market, whether it's Barry's, whether it's Dan's, whether it's, you know, a, another service, or are you just like every other rep out there who's trying to sling a loan here and there? Yeah. Well, and this is what I believe.
1: I believe that the mortgage and real estate space can put a massive debt in financial literacy in America. I mean, that was part of the inspiration to founding First Home IQ, is, is that we will be empowering real estate and mortgage professionals to go out and provide training at high schools and colleges. Like we're building out an army of counselors that will have relationships with high schools and colleges that if you're a first home IQ, we will place you in high schools and colleges. And here's the beauty of it all. One, every loan officer and mortgage professional that participates is going to get financially smarter and be a better you know steward and guide to the consumers they serve and then two they're going to go out and help the next generation and i guarantee i actually i know because i already have loan officers that are doing this kind of vegetation they're getting loans they're Mm -hmm. selling homes teachers parents i mean you have kids yeah imagine if your kid came home and said hey i got this first home iq training um would you be like
0: Heck yes. Yeah, Who is this person?
1: Yeah, like, thank you very much. So, I mean, parents are going to love this. Students are going to love this. Um, It's I really think our industry and
0: everyone listening to this, we can put a dent in financial literacy in America. So, check this out. Here's why I know this is going to work and why it's an amazing idea. Here's why when you approached me with the idea, I was like, yeah, where do I send my money? Like, I literally on the spot stroked a check for $1,000 and said, where do I send this to? Actually, I used a credit card because I don't don't know how to write a check. But I paid right away, and I can't wait to get my T-shirt because I will be rocking it on an episode. So I was in high school 25 years ago. I was in Mr. Boulay's class. Shout out to Mr. Boulay if he's still around. And it was one of those classes where we played the stock market game. Now, back then, you had to check what stocks did by opening up the business section of the Orlando Sentinel. Yeah, right. So you're in the newspaper, But they gave us whatever it was, $100,000 of fake money. We were in a team of five, and we got to pick stocks and watch how those stocks performed. It was that class that took a young kid, right? Grew up very middle class, blue-collar neighborhood, mom's a school bus driver, dad's an electrician, and just turned me on to these concepts and these thoughts, allowed me to get an at-bat. Even if it was fake money, Right, they weren't my, my real stocks. But then that then allowed me to express that excitement to my then girlfriend, now wife, her uncle. Shout out to Uncle Mike, Mike O'Connor up in Chicago. Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike was is still a badass. He's a union dude. He's a Midwestern union guy, pipe fitter, right? But he liked to dabble in the stock market. He hands me Peter Lynch's Beating the Street. Still one of my favorite books I've ever read. I read Peter Lynch's Beating the Street, and I'm gonna circle back to your point about teaching students who will then tell their parents. I then come home, because I was in Chicago when I read the book, visiting my wife's family, at the time girlfriend, we just graduated high school. First time I got to go to Wrigley, by the way. I got to go to Wrigley and the Chicago Board of Exchange on that same trip. Pretty badass for an 18-year-old. Yeah. But um, I come home and tell my dad. Guess what my dad does? He goes and has his first meeting with a financial advisor. Oh, that's beautiful. Like, that's how that works. And that was 25 years ago. Yeah. That works today. in yeah, First Home IQ is going to do that. Yeah, how, no, we're going to inspire a lot of folks, educate a lot of folks. How can this audience participate? How can they support? How can they get involved and learn more about First Home IQ? So you can
1: go to our website, firsthomeiq.com. Uh, at a minimum, just put your email in and join the newsletter so that we'll send out the monthly updates as they come. And then we are also, you know, we, we're going to have 100 founder friends. I think we're a little north of 20. You are one of those. That requires a $1,000 um, donation. And there's a. Plan- I'm assuming
0: you're using that money to fund yeah. the efforts. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. All the money is going towards one, building a media platform that will help create content that inspires and educates the next generation. So, like right now, we're building a panel of Gen Zers. Um, there's actually a, a phone number that, that would be another ask is one, put in your email address, get signed up. But we also have a mobile club. I, I can look at it and tell you what it is. I I can't remember the number, but join the mobile club. And anyway, so we're building a media platform that will help create content. And then we're building all the money is going towards building this army of counselors that will be building the relationships
0: and placing loan officers and realtors. Yeah. That is phenomenal. Like I'm so stoked. I I mean, I texted you guys on, I think Sunday morning. Cause I just watched a YouTube video that Kristen Messerly, your partner in, in this endeavor, had posted and sent out to the founders. And I listened to it on my drive up to Jacksonville. I was going up there for a, for a triathlon I was competing in. And I literally at like whatever, 8 a.m. I'm like, dude, this is awesome. I cannot wait. I am so stoked because yeah, it's like, it, it, it touches on what we can do to truly leave a legacy. Yeah, right? Sure, no you can doubt. make a bunch of money and sure you can leave it to your, your kids and your grandkids. But if you wanna leave a legacy, that's, you do it through education. You do that by taking all of your experience and touching many like hundreds, if not thousands with that. And we all have that opportunity. If you are in mortgage and real estate, you have that opportunity to no matter what are you going to do with that opportunity? Yep. Right. And birds of a feather flock together. You are the company that you keep. If you want to be a financially literate person, start hanging out with financial literate people. Where are they? Those are the people that are getting involved in first home IQ. Absolutely. It is that easy. And then lastly, I remember this from Kristen's YouTube video for my millennials and my Gen Z's, right? That's what you Gen, want. general Gen yeah. Gen Zers, They want your and your friends' data, not data like your DNA or your social. They want your input. They want you Absolutely. to fill out a questionnaire. They want to learn more about how you think, how you feel, what drives you. So if you are interested or if you're interested in, in giving, maybe you can't give the thousand dollars, but could you get 10 of your friends to fill out a questionnaire? Go to First Home IQ. I do know from talking with Kristen, that is a big push right now is trying to get those surveys filled out. And they want a millennial survey and they want a Gen Z survey. So it's first home IQ. And if look, if you're in the giving and you're into supporting for my loan officer and mortgage friends, if you love this show, you're like, oh my God, I love T Lop. I tune in all the time. You teach me so much. The way that you can support us is through our website. Go to TLOPOnline.com. And go ahead and pay for a membership. Become at minimum a premium, but I prefer premium plus because it brings the most value. That's where you get your most bang for your buck. People always say, how can I support the show? Besides liking, besides sharing, besides commenting, giving us all the stuff you guys already do really well, check out TLOP online, become a premium plus member or a premium member. Let us continue to pour more into you while you also can give back to us. That would be our ask. Dave, if people want to get a, get in contact with you. You've, you've dropped a couple um, uh, links. You have the YouTube channel, you have your LinkedIn. What's your preference if someone wanted to, to find you? So the, the the
1: two things would be Savage Insights. I update that um, webpage, that personal page daily. And so whatever the next interview I'm doing is there, towards the bottom of it, my mobile club, I have a Savage Insights mobile club where I send out a couple texts a week. You can join that, that mobile club there. Uh, here is the phone number to be on the text um, panel for First So My Q. It's uh, 213-277-8356. All
0: right, so say that again. That phone number is? Uh, 213-277-8356. And am I going to text that or call that number? You just, you're just you just going to
1: text that number, and we'll, we'll actually, if you're not – Gen Z, so you're over 25, you will be getting one messaging from us. And if you are under 25, we will be learning on how to communicate with you. So that's another number you could give anyone listening to this that's got kids that want to be part of this. You know,
0: get them to sign up on the website and get them to get into our mobile club. That's fantastic. Dave, thank you so much for your time. Shout out to Charlotte, North Carolina. Forgot to mention, for our TLOP fans that are tuned in, G, JC, me, um, my buddy Brett Young, we're heading up there. We're doing a half-day loan officer sales mastermind. Thanks to our friends at Rosegate Mortgage, they're bringing us up there. Thanks to their friends over at United Wholesale, they're going to be helping sponsor the event. We're doing it at our brewery. We expect to have 200 RSVPs, over 120 loan officers. 140 loan officers will probably show. We're going to pour all of our knowledge, effort, and energy into your development so you can – Finish 2023 strong. And we're going to hang out and have a couple beers afterwards. So uh, that's April 24th. That is in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you want the real real details, you'll have to go to the website, teloponline.com. Scroll down to the bottom. You'll see where to find us next. You can register. Register now before it fills up. Other than that, he's the one and only Dave Savage. I'm Dustin Owen. You've just tuned in to the Lone Outdoor Podcast. That's all the time we have for you today. But we look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace. Boom.